0: at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter.
1: 11 minutes after two thank you so much for, for joining us uh, we've got some fact checking that we need to do lots of you know lots of messages memes things going around on social media on whatsapp groups I mean, it's been crazy I personally have been inundated with all kinds of information the voice notes from doctors from this place this and that and the next thing what we're going to try and do as much as possible is to fact check for all of us so that you know what's to believe You know what to read and you know how to discern, how to make up your own mind about what is true and what is not true. Kaylee Clifford, she's a researcher at Africa Check. She joins us now on the line. Thank you so much for making the time, Kaylee, to talk to us. Good afternoon. Kaylee, are you there? I think I mean, I can hear her line is buzzing, so I'm wondering what's just happened there. But Kaylee Clifford is from Africa Check, and we're going to do some fact checking of some of the issues that we we've been hearing rumors about around how how certain things work. And listen to the one of these things it's uh, it said that lemon and baking soda can cure COVID-19. I mean, I mean, OK. Believe it or not that's what's been going around. She's going to fact check that for us. African skin is resistant to the coronavirus. That's another story that I've been hearing for a while and in fact the minister was at pains to explain this um a couple of you know a while ago to say please there is this nonsense going around about the fact that African people do not get the virus. It's not true. It is not true at all. Okay, we've got Kaylee back on the line. Kaylee Clifford, researcher at Africa Check. She joins us now on the line. Kaylee, good afternoon. Hi, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Lovely having you on the show. Good afternoon, Kaylee. Thanks for having me. So, let's just do some fact-checking because as you know, you know, lots of information going around, especially on social media. It just keeps coming in droves and droves. So, let's start with the the lemon and baking soda supposed cure. What's, what's that about? Yes, so we've actually been seeing a lot
2: of false advice around cures and preventative measures. I think in the last two weeks alone, we must have published dozens of fact checks on certain home remedies and whether or not they can cure COVID-19 or prevent you from contracting the disease. And this particular message is circulating on WhatsApp in Nigeria. It claims that lemon and baking soda can cure COVID-19. So you're meant to mix the two together and drink it as a, a hot tea. Mm. And to verify this, we actually got in touch with the World Health Organization. Um, we spoke to a spokesperson there who said there's no scientific evidence to support this. Um, and we were told the same thing by a, a professor of public health in Nigeria as well. I think that that's actually a really important point to highlight because you want all of your health. Advice to come from professionals. So, experts at the World Health Organization, um, doctors, not so much posts that we see on social
1: media. K- Katie, this, the lemon remedies keep coming up. I mean, they come up with lemon, they come up with ginger, they come up with all kinds of things. What's with the lemon? So, we see this with lemon,
2: and we're also seeing it quite a lot with um, claims about heat that um, certain temperatures would be able to kill. The virus. And I think what it is, and what we often see um, in fact checking, is with some pieces of misinformation, there's almost this kernel of truth mm. that makes it seem a bit more believable. Yeah. So we know that lemon um, has healing properties. We know that heat can, at certain temperatures, kill germs. Mm. But at some point, this kind of becomes misconstrued and it, it turns
1: into advice and, and cures and preventative measures that aren't quite true. Mm. And and I mean, obviously, lemon is, has got a, is quite high in vitamin C, and 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 that's maybe just it, right? That's that's where it stops.
2: Absolutely, I mean, the World Health Organization has said that these home remedies might alleviate symptoms of COVID nineteen. So maybe they'll make you feel a little bit better, but it's not a cure. And to date, there is no cure. There's no vaccine. There is no known treatment for COVID nineteen.
1: All right. Now this is a very uncomfortable conversation around African people who are immune apparently from the virus. It's been going viral. It's it's something that I think ministers have been at pains to explain, but it's it's out there. What can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, this seems to be a bit of an odd one, but I think that there's been a lot of interest in how the virus has been spreading. And some speculation as to why initially it didn't spread as fast in Africa or or to the extent that people thought it would. And misinformation like this tends to play on that. Because now we're seeing things that African skin is resistant to the coronavirus. And it comes from a story that was circulating on Facebook about uh, a young Cameroonian student who was supposedly admitted to hospital in China after he contracted the virus. Um, but he was released after he miraculously recovered. And the doctors who were working with him apparently put this down to the fact that he had African skin and that African people have this single blood genetic composition that
1: makes them resistant to the virus. Let's just talk, Kaylee, about some of the things that may... may ring true to this story about Africa so so obviously the flu came down as generally the flu would It would start usually in the northern parts and then come down seasonally correct yes okay so that's part of the the the, the life cycle of a normal flu and this is normal like what other flus would how other flus would behave I think you know what we found when
2: we looked into it was decades of research, which shows that African people are actually the most genetically diverse people in the world. And when we look at the genetics of people in other continents, that's a subset of this makeup. So there is no one thing that's just African that we can say makes us resistant to the coronavirus. Um, but we we also spoke to a professor of hematology about this this whole claim around the blood and the blood of African people, and, and she said that. First of all, we have to bear in mind that this is a new strain of the virus. So we don't actually know all that much about it yet. We're finding out more and more every day. Mm-hmm. But there's no evidence yet to show that this could be true. Um, so, yeah, just to emphasize that it's, yeah. it's a false piece of information. And
1: when we're looking at treatment for African people, it's the same as as anybody else. And and is there something to be said in terms of regionally why it has been delayed here is because of the temperatures? So we've been in a summer, whereas Europe has been in a winter. Is there something to be said about that? Well, we know that the World Health Organization is doing some research into this, into the the way the temperature
2: affects the virus. It's all quite preliminary at this stage, so I don't think we can expect any concrete evidence for uh, another few weeks. Um, But, yeah, until then, we just have to sort of stick to what we know and and try not to panic about, about information
1: that's not being verified. Okay. So the other day I got a call from somebody, and that was quite funny, who said to me, you know what? this whole thing was played out on generations generations the legacy had a storyline and i promise you go back and it looks exactly the same i couldn't verify that because i didn't watch the particular series he was talking about but then somebody else said something about it being on Grey's anatomy so what's going on there kaylee Yes, um, I think
2: this might seem like a bit of a silly one, but it's a good example of how images and videos are being used out of context. And we're actually seeing this quite a lot during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it, was, it was a Facebook post and it's been viewed thousands of times. And it's a photo of people in medical scrubs, and they're lying on the floor of what looks to be an operating theatre. Mm-hmm. And the suggestion here is that these are the bodies of doctors in Italy who have died from the coronavirus. Mm. And we know that you know Italy has been quite hard hit by the virus. So we, we did a bit of digging, a reverse image search for the picture. But what we found, um, quite humorously, is that it's actually a still from an episode of Grey's Anatomy in 2007. So the picture and the caption, they don't convey any
1: kind of accurate information about the situation Italy. Hmm. Kaylee, how does a person at home sort of instinctively what's the first thing you can do to check? Apart from reaching out to you, are there little things you can check? What dates, what what is it? Some little marks you can check on some of the stuff that people send you? Absolutely. Um
2: the first thing is just to pause, um, to take a moment before you share anything and try to think about how the information makes you feel. Um, is it sparking any any feelings of anger? Is it making you scared or panicked? Because in many cases, this information is designed to do exactly that. And um, the second thing you can do is try to find the source of the information. Um, oftentimes, these messages and these social media posts that we see during the rounds, they don't have a source. So we don't know who wrote them. We don't know where they came from.
1: And that's also an immediately red flag. We heard earlier that um, the minister of police actually saying that we are going to start arresting people. And when what, what he when he what he's talking about is not only sort of your what seems like very public social media like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, it also applies to your WhatsApp group, correct? Mm, and so this is the tricky
2: thing with WhatsApp is that. You're chatting to people who you have a personal relationship with. It's your mom, it's your colleagues, it's your friends. And so there's almost this tendency to take what we get sent on WhatsApp as true. Um, And people who are sharing this misinformation, they maybe don't know that it's not true. They're not necessarily trying to, you know, harm anyone or be deceitful. They're actually trying to be helpful. Mm. They want to pass on information. But I think that it's important to understand Even when you share something in good faith, it can have dangerous consequences. Um, If you recall the Ebola outbreak in 2014, there was a similar story during the rounds about how salt water can prevent you from contracting the disease. And two people actually died from drinking too much of the stuff. Mm. So, you know, as much as you or I might see a false cure on WhatsApp and we dismiss it immediately as false, there are people in this country who might take that kind of advice to heart with potentially life-threatening consequences. So we actually need to be very careful about what we're sharing.
1: I mean, is there anything else, uh, Kaylee that you've seen recently that we really need to be alerting people to? Uh, let me open the lines as well. 891 Anything that is concerning to you that you're not sure of, that you received, that maybe you just want clarity on? Kayleigh may know. They may have been working on something that you, you're concerned about. Kayleigh, is there anything else that you've seen that, that really is bugging you at the moment?
2: So uh, another popular sort of theme for misinformation that we're seeing is conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. um, and claims that certain individuals predicted the outbreak. And, again, I think this really plays on the fear that some people have that, you know, some of us maybe knew about the coronavirus or that it was created by humans. Um, So we've seen, for example, claims that an American author predicted the virus in a fictional book that he wrote in 1981. Um, when we looked into it, there were very, very few similarities between the disease he described and COVID-19. Um, we saw another claim that Bill Gates predicted the outbreak in one of his TED talks in 2015.
1: Mm.
2: Um, we looked at the video; he did actually warn about a global pandemic, yeah. um, and he expressed his, you know, his concern about the world's preparedness in handling but he didn't say anything specifically about about COVID nineteen, even the larger coronavirus than so. It's
1: all in the details with that kind of thing, and 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 the the bigger um, conspiracy theory doesn't help. That also world leaders are perpetuating it is that it it is a warfare. So from one country to another.
2: Yeah, I mean that kind of thing really doesn't help in a situation like this. And um, we've been saying that the Minister of Health has also on on a number of occasions said now that. The only way South Africa is going to fight this outbreak is with facts and scientific evidence. Um, so the hope then is that this message is actually reaching many South Africans and that we do see a, a reduction in,
1: in false news. Katie, I mean, thank you so much. Um, I, I am seeing calls coming in. I'm just wondering if uh, you've got a moment to just maybe take the calls and asking for the, for the questions that they have. Do, you have. do you have a few more minutes for us? Yeah, that's fine. alright one zero four two oh seven is the number to dial. And uh, Kaylee Clifford is calling us. Um, she's with us on the line. She's from Africa Czech. And uh, she's going to try. I mean, try. as I, you, you can only answer what you've worked on. She's so going to try and answer some of yes. the questions that you have. Kujo, you're calling us from Pulukwane. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pimel. Good afternoon. Your questions, Kujo? <laughs>
0: not not like a question. you know female to be honest with you i feel like you know sometimes as human beings we've got brains not that uh, we are too good or whatever but you know i'm questioning myself on this disease and i know maybe i mean i know a lot of people who listen to this radio station most of them when i hear them they're very open-minded but you know Every time you guys, when you talk about diseases and stuff like like that, you only call doctors and blah, blah, things like that. Why don't you call also people like phytotherapists, alternative doctors? Because there's no way that... Or, uh, I mean, besides all the diseases, when you talk about them on SFA, most of the time, many radio It's is all about doctors. We are in South Africa. We've got different types of uh, of of medication, alternative. And 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 orthodox, and we have to choose. We cannot be forced only to be to be using the one uh, 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 type of of medication and stuff like that. And every time, people decide I've never had anyone of the health whatever talking about food, what we eat, because it contributes too much in our health more than this. Uh, vaccinations and all these drugs that people are using, which pharmaceutical companies make money out of these things I'm just concerned, I'm sorry
1: So your concern is valid but you obviously don't listen 24-7 so Bongi has actually spoken to a traditional healer a couple of hours ago, not even so long ago around the whole thing, so I must be honest that's something that we are aware of and uh, whenever we can get somebody to respond we obviously put them up, so it, it hasn't been not been taken seriously
0: that sometimes even when you when since this thing has been a uh, a uh, uh, this uh, COVID whatever that is the people are taking I'm not saying that is not their I'm just saying that sometimes when what can one person in a rural area who does not have a phone, who does not have anything do if something happens like that? Definitely if they are demos the to use and somebody say, Why can't I just use the use them? I'm I'm not gonna die. What if it helps? Because people are still saying they are researching. There's no one who knows the truth. You know my problem is female. Mm. I'm in the alternative industry, mm. and I know what pharmaceutical companies do with diseases. A lot of diseases. I'm just I'm just saying this in overall, not concerning only this one. Mm. So I'm not saying it's not there. Judge, mark my words on this. Mm. Is there? But I'm just saying that the way the world works. It's pharmaceutical companies who gain a lot of making money out of us. Also, we Africans not taking care of ourselves and not taking care of our our own uh, indigenous knowledge that we know.
1: Thank you so much for that. I mean, it will bring it up also with the World Health Organization. But Kaylee, I think I mean, I'm hearing I, I hear the anxiety and the, um. anxi- the anxiety is to say, yes, we are saying there's no cure, but we are also not giving the alternative. So so health professionals are not saying yes. Yes, it's not a cure, but this can assist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, the caller raises an interesting
2: point, especially in a country like South Africa, where we have, you know, diverse forms of health care. And in a country where people might not be able to access, you know, more traditional health care. Um, and I think that that's partly one of the reasons why information about cures and preventative measures spread so widely because, People will try things, um, you know, if you're you're desperate enough and if you don't have an alternative, then then you may be going to turn to some of these home remedies. Mm.
1: Kaylee, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Kaylee Clifford, researcher at Africa Check, just helping us through some of the information that goes through. And there is misinformation going through around there. So what we'll do regularly, we'll try and and verify some of the things that we are seeing because they keep coming in. They really keep coming in. You see those WhatsApp groups. My goodness, it's information load upon information load. And, And I'm afraid some of it is not quite true. So we'll keep trying to do this and verify some of the facts that are coming through and see what we can do and and with regards to uh, getting uh, responses from traditional medicine and alternative medicines i promise you i promise you if you can speak to my producers they have been on the line for days and days on end, some of them are uncomfortable about declaring things. So we do what we can. I promise you, we are aware of that. We really are aware of that. And, and whenever we can get somebody who's happy to, to, to discuss it, then we will. But we have been doing our best to try and get alternative uh, voices on the very, on the radio station to 30. Let's go to Utzilia Saku for the latest in headlines.